0: Welcome to Sermons and Sounds of Plymouth, the podcast of Plymouth United Church of Christ. I'm Pastor David and on behalf of the members of this congregation, thank you very much for joining us. May God bless you through these words and may you know God's love through them. Now, the podcast.
1: Our gospel lesson comes from the book of Matthew, chapter two, verses one through 12. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem asking, where is the child who has been born King of the Jews? For we observed his star at its rising and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened and all Jerusalem with him, and calling together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. And they told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for so it has been written by the prophet. And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah." for from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the wise men and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. And then he sent them to Bethlehem saying, go and search diligently for this child. And when you have found him, We enter this season of light, the star known as Epiphany. Epiphany. Light. This is the central image of this day. It is a day set aside remembering the coming of light in the sign of the star to the Magi in the ancient Near East. They were drawn by dreams and the heavens to bear witness to the birth of a king. But this day is not a celebration of an earthly monarch. It is the world's recognition of the coming of the child of God, the one with God in the creation of the universe. We end our reflections on the 12 days of Christmas by returning to the light heralded in the Christmas gospel, the story about the light shining in obscurity and coming into the world. Today we celebrate the world receiving that light in the faces of the Magi. We listen to the story of humankind recognizing its need for God in our world and turning from the dimness of human knowledge and wisdom to journey toward the light of Christ. I was thinking about what I was going to say today, and again, like I told Pastor David, I said I sing, I play the piano, I I don't write messages, but I said I'll give it a good shot. Pastor David actually gave me three books. He said, Lynn, you can, use, you can use anything you'd like out of these books. One actually was a storybook about the, about the three wise men showing up and, and it tells the Christmas story that we're reflecting on today. And I thought, mm, that didn't hit me. I don't know, I just, it just wasn't a zing. It just wasn't what I wanted to say. And then I went to the upper room and I don't know how many of you read this. I, uh, I really do read this on a daily basis. And I love what this little devotional booklet always has to say. And what I think I like about it the most is that it brings the word right into our daily life. So um, right in the middle, and if you don't have this booklet, we have them, Mimi puts them out in that little rack right at, right at the door when you come in. And if you wanna reflect on the Epiphany lesson um, or the, the, the um, reflection for Epiphany, it's right smack dab in the middle of the book. So it was like divine intervention when I thought, what am I gonna talk about? And none of David's books were really hitting me, like I said. And so I sat down and I, you know, you just open the book and two staples divide the book in half and it says Epiphany. And I think this is, this is the message of Epiphany. So if you just bear with me, I'm going to read some of it and paraphrase some of it. And like I told Keith, you'll probably find that this is the shortest message you've ever heard in your life. <laughs> The author that wrote this, and I really cannot find exactly who to credit. There are many, many people right at the front of this book, or is it in the back, no, here. These are the people that that all write, and for some odd reason there isn't a credit for this, but it's one of these. The author says, In recent years, I have noticed that instead of making New Year's resolutions, many people are choosing a word for the year. A word for the year. To help them focus, motivate them, or shape their thinking for the coming year. I know people who have chosen words like love, Peace, slow, fun, contentment, serve, listen, help, think, offer, Find. you put your word in there. Find one word. Epiphany is a season of light. where That light is all planted in us through God's love. How are we going to let God's light reflect out into our world, into our community, into our family? I'm thinking of another word that just popped into my mind, forgive. F- find your word for the new year. It let go of the word resolution. I think that word gets used too much. We make a resolution and a month down the road we break it. I mean, I'd like to lose about 15 pounds. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> okay, the candy and the cookies are out of the house as of this week, so we will see. But I know my own characteristics and I know how hard I have to work to keep that res- those resolutions. But these words that I've been sharing with you These are words that Jesus has taught us how to reflect his love and our love for our humanity and our friends, our neighbors, Um, and they really aren't hard words if we keep them in the forefront. one thing I think this congregation does does a wonderful job of is is friendship and acceptance and outreach and um, I, I've I've really shared with so many people friends of mine the the wonderful camaraderie that I feel here at Plymouth and it and I know it takes effort. I know it does. Uh, outreach always takes some effort. Um, sacrifices, um, even you know, monetary offerings, um, um, the uh, donations that you make to various things or just to keep your own church heated and, and the light bill paid and the snow removal done every... I, I know that that all takes an effort, but really when you stop and think about it, it's not that hard when everybody just works at it together. And, and I think keeping that one word, find that one word that you're going to, how you're gonna let God's light show through for this year can be your epiphany word. The writer says, as I pondered my epiphany word and lived with its challenge, I began to see several meanings to contentment, which was what their word was. Yes, contentment was a challenge, but how could I work to find a place of contentment? Contentment maybe was a prayer. Contentment could be found with friendships and community and contentment could bring me peace in my life. It was also a call to action. Why should I not be content to accept as things are? What changes did I need to make in my life, my attitude and in my world? Living with that epiphany star in my mind and my epiphany word for a year, taught me much about myself, and brought me much closer to God through prayer and discernment. I'm gonna borrow something to end with what Pastor Mike said up the hill. He said, think of it. He said, we're kind of vulnerable at this time of year. Um, Excuse me. When uh, reality really hits us, like I said, the parties are over. It's hard to, to get motivated sometimes in January. The cold of winter, um, all the relatives have gone, and sometimes um, people get a little bored at this time of year. There, there aren't, unless you like the snow and like to get out into it. Um, we have to find other things to motivate us. And he said, we're kind of vulnerable to um, the whims of people who don't think of others in a kind way. He said, people maybe have a tendency to watch more TV. I, I don't know if that's true, but um, you know commercials, advertisements, um, we, we just might be a little more vulnerable for things at this time. And he said, but think about the vulnerability of the three wise men who showed up today. He said, first of all, they were non-Jewish strangers and they didn't know what they were going to come into, Mary and Joseph and the baby, but they offered gifts. And he said, they opened themselves up and they offered gifts. And he said, if that's the one thing we can center on during Epiphany is just being more godly-like, more Christ-like, and offering our gifts to those that are around us. And there again, you find your Epiphany word and make that your word for the new year. So thank you.
0: And that is the good news for this day and for all days. Thank you again for listening to the Sermons and Sounds of Plymouth podcast. If you are in the Eau Claire area, we especially invite you to join us for worship on Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m. And I invite you also to check out our website at pcucc.com for upcoming events and special worship services. From Plymouth United Church of Christ, Eau Claire, Wisconsin, This is Pastor David. Thank you for spending this time with us. May God bless you.